peoples of the worldwide federated internet, what's good? There was a time in my life where I only knew how to be one way. That sentence right there, without the context of what I'm going to talk about, what was on my mind, probably doesn't make sense to you. You ever notice that there is there is times when things are going right, right? Like like things are happening. Prayers are being answered. Your money's right. Everybody's acting right. Everybody's treating you right. Uh, if you married, everything is going great in your marriage. Your friendships are dope. Everything's falling into place. And in and, and those moments, you think to yourself, or like me, I'll, I'll use myself. I like using myself as an example. In those moments, I'm praising God. Everything's copacetic. Praise is, you know, happening often. And I think we get in, into the trap. I know I got into the trap of not understanding. I was associating trust and praise to God with good times. And, and I think that, that, that guilt by association idea and mentality sometimes removes the true I'm trying to think of the right word, the true meat and and the true depth of praise and worship to God, because we only associate that with good times. And so therefore we miss out on the true heart of, of that, of that worship and that praise, because we're only thinking about everything going right. Everything doesn't always go right. And unfortunately, some people are forced to learn this the hard way. I don't want to learn that the hard way. I want to learn as easy as possible. Unfortunately, I'm pigheaded and stiff necked. So a lot of times I learn the hard way. But let's get into this. In the book of Hebrews which I'm still going through. There's so much in this book is crazy. There's so much in the Bible period, but I'll start at verse one and go down to verse five. Is verse five? Yeah, verse five is where I want to be. Let brotherly love continue. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Remember them that are in bonds as bound with them and them that suffer adversity as being yourselves also in the body. Marriage is honorable in all and the bed undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers God will judge. 
Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee so that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. This is not an easy thing to live. There's a lot of things that I've found. It's easy to say, right? It's easy to tell someone this. It's easy when you see somebody going through a hard time to open your Bible to verses like this and go, yeah, see, God will help you. Don't worry about it. You'll be all right. Just trust God. But living this out, yeah, that's a different story because it's different when you have to now put in action something that you talked with someone else about because now you have to trust what the Bible actually says. It's a lot different. This verse, um, verse five is actually quoting from the old Testament. And I always, I always hesitate to use like, like certain verses in the in the Old Testament speaking to specific people to apply generally because I know that's done a lot but here the Bible giving us context is showing us something and so I'm going to get back to that verse and it is in the book of Joshua chapter 1 Joshua chapter 1 verses 1 through 5 now Joshua is now taken over from Moses. He's in he's in the 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 seat that Moses was in, and Joshua was like, "I don't know if I could do this." Like Moses did it, I saw him do it, but I don't know. So let's start in verse one and go down to about verse five. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of thy foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you. As I said unto Moses, from the wilderness of this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will never fail thee nor forsake thee. And so I, I, going back to the book of Hebrews, I was like, man, Hebrews is quoting this verse. And this verse was in this verse, in its context, God is specifically talking to Joshua. But what the book of Hebrews is showing is this principle is not specific to Joshua. And that's how when I'm reading, when I'm reading the old Testament, 
I try and, and, and I'm guilty of being biased because, you know, we all have biases. We're trained. We grow up, you know, under men who've come before us, who've, who've taught us different things from the Bible. And sometimes you get biases because you hear people quote verses and the verses don't necessarily apply how they apply them. And then they apply them in a general sense. But the principle in this verse does apply in a general sense. And I think that's why the book of Hebrews was quoting uh, from from this verse. And I think we find that borne out in the book of Psalms, chapter 37 and verse 25 and 28. I have been young and now am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Depart from evil and do good and dwell for, uh, forevermore. For the Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. So the principle here is not necessarily one of material stability, but I, I do believe it's one of spiritual stability and stability in God's provision. Because when you read through the book of Hebrews, so if, if you read which verse is verse three said, remember them that are in bonds as bound with them and them which suffer adversity as being yourselves also in the body. And in verse six, right after he quoted from Joshua, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. In verse six, he says, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. So in that context, reading verse three, he's talking about bonds. You get to verse seven. He said, let your conversation be without covetousness. Right. So you don't 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 covet what somebody else has and be content with such things as you have. Be content. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So knowing that God is ever present and always with you, the, the anxieties of the day to day, you don't have to deal with. Now, some people do and they choose to. And that's their prerogative and that's their choice. But the thing is, you don't have to. The Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear. And I've, I've quoted that before. I think. I think people, especially today, right? And I, I've seen this a lot and it happened to me. So I'm going to tell you what happened to me. COVID struck. Um, You got the riots. You have, you know, rumors of different things going on. And it's very easy to get super concerned and super worried about everything going on and to get wrapped up and and to be like, steepled in fear over all of these things. The one thing that I try to keep in mind, especially looking at 
Hebrews chapter five. And like I said, the principle being carried out here is the children of God, right? And it's not, it's not telling you that everything is always going to go right. And I think, so that's the misconception, right? People want to praise God when everything is going right. I learned this years ago. So I was in a very, very, very low, low place in my life. And I've never suffered from depression, but there was a time where I was depressed because I think there's a difference. I think I know there's people who are constantly depressed and suffer from that. I've never had that issue, but there were times where I was depressed. God helped me with something in that time. And I started realizing that God is so good that even though I don't understand everything that's going on, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant because God is still present. God is still on the throne. He's still in charge. Nothing has changed. For he said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And that, that principle applies to the children of God. People who've been born again, who are saved. And so when I thought about that in that time, I honestly, and this, this is the first time that it had ever happened. And, and I pray that, that God allows me to be this way for my whole life. As, as long as he allows me to live, yo, I actually started thanking God when times were the worst. And I, what, what happened is I'm not saying this will happen to you, but this is what happened to me. I started noticing, even in those worst times, I started to notice things that were actually pretty dope and pretty good. I used to go walk on the beach a lot. And I remember thinking to myself, man, God, things are not going good, but man, this beach is dope. And I honestly started thinking about God's creation, like something that simple. And I was like, yo, this is God, thank you for giving me the opportunity to walk on this beach and to enjoy this time to just walk and think and talk to you. And things in my life weren't really going the greatest. And I, I, it, it appears as though that's the time when praise and worship to God is the best, some of the best, I'm telling you. Now, I'm not I'm not saying I wish for bad times. Don't get me wrong. I do. I do not want bad times. I'm thankful to God for everything he's done. And, and I pray that things go well. But if things don't go well, because we're not promised that everything is going to go going to go right. Nobody's promised that. And I think that's the misconception is because, as I said in the beginning, now you had a full context of what I was talking about, because we attach praise and worship to God to good times, then we only praise and worship God when things are going good and we miss out. We miss out. What I went through and God bringing me to that point makes me so much more thankful for the, 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 mo the smallest thing that God does for me. And 
And what happens is like in the book of uh, Philippians chapter four, verse 11, the apostle Paul said, I have learned and whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. He's like, yo, I've learned that whatever God, whatever situation God places me in, I'm content. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So I, I don't, I'm not saying I'm, I'm never bothered. I'd be lying to you if I said that, but I've made it a practice that no matter what's going on, I always keep in mind, yo, God is still on the throne. Nothing has changed. Things might not be going how I would like it to go. Things might not be going in the direction I want it to go. And things could be falling apart around me. But you know what? God is still good. And I can still recognize the blessings that I have. The smallest things that you don't pay attention to that might be inconspicuous will be the thing that becomes the biggest blessing when things are falling apart. And I think, like I said, I think people really miss out only praising God when things go right. I'm thankful that God brought me to the point where I can recognize, yo, things might not always be going right around you. Finances might, might not always be right. Situation with the family might not always be right. Your the direction at work might not be going in the way you want it to go. Maybe you get fired and maybe you, you get a job that you don't necessarily like. If you can only praise God when things are going right, then do you really trust him? This is a thought I had to myself, not necessarily a thought I'm just placing, you know, on other people. I thought this, do I really trust God if I can only praise and worship him when things are going right? Heavy thought. Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty, people.